wasn't busy yesterday and Chris was, so Chris is here today. Do join us on Facebook Live as we say hi to our mate Chris Watts. How are you? I'm doing very well and it's great to be here again. Welcome to everyone watching in. Brilliant. I mean, it's it's great that you're busy, isn't it? I mean, OK, we can swap around on the yeah. air anytime, but in this day and age, boom, we've got some clients. Well done. <laughs> It's it's really true, and I think you know there's going to be a big sort of dropout in a number of gyms around town because uh, people are talking about 20% less restaurants, 20% less gyms by the time it, uh, Christmas comes. So it's kind of uh, really tough on people. And the rules and stuff rent. in the, it's all about the rent. Yeah, and the rules and yeah. stuff in the health clubs. Are you clobbered in any way by rules, or are you you you're you're not crowded no, in there anyway? Are you? No. We're fine with, with rules. No, we're just kind of a couple of people at a time maximum. So we've got a very big space. So where are you going? Um, and then, you know, kind of a little bit more exclusive. We don't pack them in like uh, sure. rack them and stack them. We don't do that. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have the muscle, <laughs> so it's quite 65 muscle yeah. Marys coming to your place, do you? It's just a couple of people at a time. <laughs> no, in fact, in fact, last week we went down to a CrossFit gym and we did a kind of evaluation on people whilst they were doing some functional movement testing, which is kind of interesting because you watch people's imbalances in action yeah. whilst they're doing deadlifts and squats. It's kind of interesting to see it's that like you slow-mo it down a little bit it? like and you can see once... Yeah, one side of the body completely overworked and the other side of the body completely underworked. And, yeah. and one of these days, it's just a question of time before something pops, you know. Yeah. So you've got to be a bit careful. They're very grateful because we just came in and just made some simple uh, observations. Got a quick question for you on that. Do join us on Facebook Live if you want to ask a question immediately and watch what he's doing. Of course, I can always get your emails. Morningbrew at rthk.hk. So CrossFit is pretty like the extreme end of it, isn't it? Is that the point? It, it, it is. And I think, you know, it always started out as a new 10, 15 years ago, a new way to exercise. It was a real exercise technique in technology, uh, HIT. And perhaps not the Olympic lifting didn't quite have so much of that. Now, Olympic lifting in and of itself is very good. I mean, I just read a report the other day from an Australian uh, sports scientist that said yeah. there's only four things you really need to do to stay fit as you get older. One of them is to do a squat. Now, that's without whether you're with weights or without weights, just squatting itself is full range of motion. It basically engages most of the muscles in your body. Yeah. Um, and, and then doing deadlift, which is a classic uh, um, exercise for fitness and also longevity. And then uh, core exercises. And you can take three or four different core exercises and mix and match. And that's basically it. Don't really need to do much else. This sounds like a free lunch. Really He's carrying on today talking about sort of long. Uh, well, I keep saying older, but you know what I mean. Um, it sounds yeah, like, it sounds like a free lunch. But what you must say is that these exercises you've just described—they're really hard, anyway, aren't they? Lunges and stuff. They, they can be, but uh, it's much better to do an exercise like a squat. Um, let's say with no weight or very little weight, yeah. and try to do too much and then bend forward and then uh, you know overwork the back and overwork the knees. I think it's a great exercise if it's done properly. And of course, everybody's structure is mildly different, so. We, we, you know, your your body is an experience of everything that's ever happened to it from the get-go. So if you've had injuries or if you have asymmetrical patterns, it's going to be a bit more challenging. But if you can do a good squat and you're really well taught, it is a phenomenal exercise, especially if you're going into a deep squat. Before we say goodbye today, later on, can you demo those yeah. for people? Because it does sound really yes. cool. Not quite free lunch, but it sounds really cool because he wants to yeah. talk today about lifespan yeah and or versus health span and if you've got a question get on our morning brew page now yeah. and there he is go on chris 
We're, we're always talking about lifespan, you know, with the fact that Hong Kong has the longest lifespan of any uh, industrialized nation in the world. So, uh, you know, I think women, it's like 89 and men, it's 84. Now, I don't really think too much about that. I, I actually prefer how is those last 10 years, if you like, how do they play out? If you look at hunter-gatherers, uh, which I'm reading this great book about, which I mentioned I'd exercise, it's mm. very interesting because these guys maintain strength, they maintain stride length, they maintain speed um, right the way through into their mid-70s. I find that really interesting. And I think when we come to 65, something drastic happens to us. We slow down, we stop doing things. And then we lose that ability to gain strength and that health span uh, reduces significantly. We can't stop moving and doing things just because we've reached a certain age. And I, and I think, you know, age-related disease has less to do with age and more to do with lack of activity. That's what's coming out in the wash now. How much are we reading about so-called age-related disease these days? I'm sure a few years ago it was massive. Yeah, and I, and I still think it is. But then, you know, if you look at the research, which is massive, that's going into um, exercise as a kind of medicine sort of thing, it really is about reversing some of those chronic diseases like diabetes 2 and uh, chronic uh, heart problems and plaque and all those kind of things that we talk about mm -hmm. uh, with, uh, with, with age-related diseases. And, and a lot of times, you know, when you're doing, uh, let's say, fitness programs, whether it's cardio programs or fast walking bicycling, whatever it might be, it can actually completely reverse the conditions you had when you first started uh, doing these programs. So reducing fat, which means reducing inflammation. We know that a lot of belly fat has to do with certain kind of excessive hormones, particularly cortisol, particularly adrenaline, and that produces fat around the stomach. And that's kind of a sign of, um, you know, stress-related stuff, but also inflammation as well. Chronic inflammation can be measured. And that's what they're doing in these tests, testing healthy people, C-reactive protein, which is the protein that can be easily measured to see what sort of levels of inflammation you have. And that's a really cool thing to see. Right. Question for you here. Doesn't matter what age you are. No. Yeah. Okay. So what yeah. do you, th I know you're not massive on supplements. I saw some, um, we all see these daft adverts yeah. all over the place on social media. Uh, this was on a cooking yeah. site. It was a glass of water. Somebody put stuff in it like mint and cucumber and blah, blah, blah. And apparently if you yes. drink this every yes. morning, it's good for you and it helps detox or whatever. What do you think? Well, I, I think that alkalinity is important because acidity is associated with uh, inflammation. Okay. So you think about inflammation, the burning fire within, as some people call it, uh, as the kind of cause for a lot of chronic diseases. And this low level, uh, constant inflammatory thing will actually break down not just tissues and bones and uh, cartilage and all that kind of stuff, mm. but it will also destroy things like your kidneys and your liver where you're dealing with elimination and you're dealing with detoxification. So having a nice, healthy 7.35 to 7.44 on the pH scale in your bloodstream, that's homeostasis. That's the balance that we're looking for. But also the tissue itself is constantly trying to get rid of these metabolites. Exercise boosts your metabolism. Exercise helps you to remove some of the junk that right. actually can cause degenerative of the degeneration of the how DNA. Can and how can anybody listening test their pH? Yeah. How can they do it? Well, you can get urine tests, actually, is quite good. And also these little strips, I have them at home, and you just put one on oh. the tongue for the saliva. Just like in the chemistry just, lab. Uh, pee on, yeah, you just <laughs> pee on them, right? 
and, and basically you can see uh, what your kidney levels are. You know, it should be around sort of uh, six and a half, something like that. When, because obviously there's acidity, your your kidneys uh, actually filter the bloodstream, so there's going to be a little bit more acidity in there. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, but seeing your saliva is quite good. Some people actually take uh, as part of their electrolytes, and electrolytes are very important uh, when you're sweating a lot uh, to replace those because they also work to pump out uh, nasty, nasty, noxious substances from the cells. You know, the cells are always okay. producing things as a result of metabolism. And electrolytes are very important. Bicarbonate is also another one of those things that's very alkaline. It's a nice thing to have. Just a little quarter teaspoon, add it into your water, along with what you've just said just now, your mint, which is fantastic. Um, and, and also because it's very alkaline. Those green substances are very alkaline. I take chlorella, which is a green... Uh, See, supplement. when you think of bicarbonate of soda, it fizzes. Yeah. So immediately you're going to yeah. think it's acid, but you're saying no, no. It's completely alkaline. It's nine on the pH scale, so it's really super alkaline. You don't want to take too much of it. No. But at the same time, just a little <laughs> bit can really help, yeah, exactly, to balance things out. Don't forget, your blood regulates itself very easily. It's just helping it along the way. Obviously, right. you've got stomach acid. A lot of the foods have to go through stomach acid, which is about four on the pH scale. And then it has to go through the small intestine. This is where all the enzymes are produced right. to break down foods into their micro levels. And that's where your the magic takes place from eating good foods. Kind of nice to mix and match with raw foods as well as those alkaline foods that you are talking about. Cucumbers mm. are brilliant. Celery is brilliant. You can eat those things all day long. And they really have. <laughs> I tell you, I've got the obvious question here on Facebook Live from Bell, who says, where can you get the pH strips? Uh, I got mine from Amazon, but I'm sure that okay, if you went yeah. down to a pharmacy like Victoria Pharmacy on, a, a uh, one. on Stanley Street, they're a proper pharmacy, yeah, they will probably have those pH strips. It's kind of a nice thing to do uh, if you're on medication or if you just want to see where you're at. Uh, and then you can test it on a daily basis for over a week and see what the ba balance is, what the average is. It's right. really good. I, yeah. I do it and I think it's kind of makes you feel better. That makes sense. So you're saying it's, um, you can't really overdo it. But if you, what are you saying, a glass or let's give, because people are going to ask these things. I'm sure you've piqued some interest here. Yeah, I, and I think everything in moderation, I think certainly I mean, when you take uh, foods like uh, or drink, drink water, for example, with mint in it, you can drink that all day long. I mean, it's really not a problem. Uh, and, and everything you do is producing acidity because that's basically what the byproduct of ATP, which is the energy uh, molecule that's created when it burns with hydrogen, when it burns with oxygen, yep. it produces a kind of acidity. And we're trying to rid that. It produces free radicals, which actually break the electrons. And then naturally, when you're exercising, your body actually creates its own um, natural antioxidant uh, materials. So the good thing about exercise, it's reparative, it's restorative. It may helps you maintain uh, your muscle uh, mass, if you like. And, and that's the, these hunter-gatherers. They're 70 years old. They don't have any wastage, which is fantastic. They don't slow down, which is... This is making a lot of sense. If you've got any questions yeah. for Chris, do join us. Uh, Bell said thanks tons. So there you go. Happy customer. Um, now we're talking about fantastic. these four exercises that you read are quite crucial for... for it. That's all we need. Yeah. Would you mind doing a quick demo? Yeah. And once again, don't forget, yeah, we're on the um, radio too, so you better describe what you're doing. I'm... I better describe what it is. So a simple squat. Now, uh, with a squatting, obviously, there are many ways to do this, but let's just show you my way. <laughs> it's my way or the highway. So basically what it is, is I want to keep my back fairly straight because I want to exercise my back when I'm doing a squat. 
I'm going to stick the bum out slightly so the hinge takes place right here at the hip. And I'm basically lowering myself as if I'm sitting on a chair. I there see. I am at 90 degrees. My back is straight, so my back is actually working to keep me extended. If you're doing a squat and you're falling forward like this, then you don't have a strong back and you have too much pressure on the hip flexors, which I wanted to show you a stretch later on for the hip flexors, because that's the muscle that tends to contract as you're going forward. Okay. So you want to try and keep your back nice and straight as you're going down. I can feel the pressure on my legs, where, my Where are you putting your arms, Chris? Where are you putting your hands and your arms? I'm just putting them straight ahead just to keep a nice balance here. And you can be there uh, for a couple of seconds on the way down, a couple of seconds down at the very bottom, isometric, and slowly coming back. When you come back up, it's all about the glutes and the hamstring. As you go down, it's all about your quads and your knees. So it's a really nice all-round exercise to do. How many? Uh, the deadlift, um, I, I always do things until you're slightly fatigued. I think you need to fatigue the muscle. Some people will be fatigued after 10. Other people, you may need to do 15 or just Got increase it. the repetition. Just feel increase it. Increase the weight, the resistance. Yep. Yeah, just feel it. So that's so number one. the next one. one is the deadlift. Yep. Yeah. I'll take, <clears throat> in this case, 4 kgs. Very simple. Dumbbells he's holding. So we're going to have, we're going to have the hands, uh, the, the both hands in front um, with the weights hanging down. And all I'm going to do is bend the knees. You just put that down. I'm going to bend the knees and I'm going to come all the way down, straight back. You can see it from the side. Yeah, yeah straight back all the way down to the floor so the weight is almost touching the floor and then straight up contracting the muscles in the back it's very good for the back so he's basically his arms are hanging because he's got four kgs of dumbbell hang, hanging yeah. at the end and uh, gravity's doing quite a bit here isn't like it bending the knee yep if it's a good morning exercise which is what for the hamstring you keep the knee dead straight yep like that and then you come back up again. If it's a deadlift, the knee is bent. Come all the way down. And then you contract through the glutes and hamstrings and the back to bring yourself back up to the start position. Right, that's two down. Good. Abs. Well, <laughs> many ways to do that. I'll show you my favorite ab exercise. It's super simple. Um, but I like simple things. So I will sit on the chair or I'll sit on this table here. I'll lean back. Hands just behind me, and I'll just bring my knees to the chest. Simple as that. That is an abdominal exercise. That actually supports the girdle that runs all the way around into the lower back. Yep. And it works your lower abs, but it also works the rectus abdominis, the six-pack, but without bending your spine like you do in a sit-up, for it. example. Got it. So that's good. That's easy. Oh, it's three. <laughs> so that's... That was three, but if you want to do another one, yeah. uh, you can do a plank. Do you want me to show you the simple plank? There's a couple of, there's a moving plank, which I do quite often. I'll just go on the table. Now, do, this is tough, but describe as you, to tell us what you're doing, okay? I, I, I strongly, <laughs> well, I, mean, I strongly suggest if you're interested in what he's up to now, just go back after we've finished <laughs> because you get a lot more out of it then. But do describe the best you can. Yeah. So I'm actually placing my forearms on the table here on the floor. My legs are straight, my back is straight, I'm bracing my abs, and all I'm going to do is drop one hip to the table, okay. come back up again, drop to the other side, I'd come back up again. I'd be on the floor again. right now, he's on his bench. <laughs> yeah, I've basically covered the entire abdominal girdle, because oh. you're rotating 
and you're isometrically holding at the same time. You were talking about abdominal fat earlier on as the cause of uh, too yes. much acidity and etc. So if you were to pick one of these exercises, bearing in mind we are talking about people who are slightly older, would this be the one? Right. This will, this will actually activate the entire core. But the thing with the uh, fat is, is <laughs> it's, it's deposited as a result of, it could be, uh, in this case, stress-related, okay. because that's what uh, happens when your cortisol levels are high, and they're high for too long, uh, then you don't process the fats just accumulate. You don't burn the fat quite so readily. But there is this thing with uh, exercise, which I think a lot of people misunderstand. Mm. You know, you do, for example, like, let's say with a five-mile walk. I do a five-mile walk, I might burn 400 calories, right? right? But then I'm going to go back home and eat two granola bars, or I'm going to eat a, whatever it is, a sandwich, that's 500 calories. Am I going to be losing weight? Am I going to be burning fat? The idea is to eat less, exercise more, and then you get into the fat burning. So I think this is, a, this is where a lot of people, because obesity is one of those age-related have you, diseases. Have you by any chance written this up? So have you written this up on your website by any chance? Uh, no. <laughs> have you? No, I just wondered if you had, because it's, it, it's wonderful to yeah. demo it now, but it would be lovely at some stage to just pray yeah. see it. I know you're busy, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's, that's it. I mean, this is, this is great to have this discussion about it, because really it's not rocket science, but it also shows, uh, and again, the people that are doing this work with uh, hunter-gatherers, with the indigenous people, yeah. they can see that it really works if you're, and actually it's very interesting, a kind of funny side uh, sideline here, is the, the reason why a lot of these elderly people, hunter brothers, actually die is not because of age-related disease okay. or morbidity. It's, uh, or, or it's to do with climbing trees. I was going to say because they fall out of the tree. Trying to get up and getting that nice little honey, honey uh, whatever, comb, coming back down again, slipping and killing themselves by falling out of the tree. Now, that's actually ridiculous, but... It's, it's a way to go. I'll tell you what, we've it's got... kind of a Darwinian concept. We got, I know. It's just, yeah, we've got about three minutes before the news. I'll go right to the top if we can. Uh, Tommy says, I will definitely re-watch this to try to memorise these suggestions. I honestly think that's the best thing you can do. Um, it, it sort of looks oh, different brilliant. when you go back and review what he's done. Also, Michael, hi. He yeah. said, can you recommend any safe, good strength exercises for, it says, abductor-stained muscles from old injury? Strained, I think, maybe. Michael? Strained adductor muscle, yes. Uh, well, I don't know if it's an autocorrect thing. Sorry, um, Yeah, yeah. Well, well, the adductors basically, they are opposing the abductors. Let me just show you what abduction. Abduction is bringing the legs out to the side. These are the most powerful balance receptors. By strengthening here, you take pressure off the inner thighs. But also by strengthening the inner thighs, you take pressure off the outside. So you really need, again, looking at the balance between what's one side of the body doing and what's the other side of the limb doing in this case. So really, it's not just about the adductors in his yeah. case strengthening. It's about balancing the abduction, abductors, uh, making sure they're nice and flexible. We call yes. it flexible strength and strong and the same on the inner thighs. Just working on that area, the site of injury, doesn't seem to really work very well. You have to take a holistic approach. Right, he did correct me. It is, it is strained, but obviously you get the picture, Michael, I hope. Strained, yeah. Strained. Well, you start by diffusing the strain. You want to get, If it's just recent, you put a bit of ice on it, you put a bit of heat on it, the contrast therapy works very well, and just gentle movements uh, in the opposite direction. That's bringing the leg outwards, 
to stretch the inner thigh. And you always have to have the hip internally rotated when you are working those inner thigh muscles. Mm. If you turn it out, you've lost them. You're into the hamstrings. So, so that's another little tip for him. Make sure his foot turned in as he comes out with his leg. All right, then. Really nearly time to say goodbye. Just name me these four exercises again, or even three if you want to. Just name what they are so the, we know what squat, to look for. Yep. The, 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 certainly the squat all round, one of the best exercises you can do if you don't have much time. Uh, the deadlift, which is great. And, and the abdominal, I did the plank as in the moving plank. And you can also do a reverse sit-up, which is sitting on a chair, and just bringing both knees into All chest. Right. Done. Nice one. Thank you very much, Chris. We're going to put the Thank lid on you. it there. We'll talk next week. Have a great week, and thanks for the words of wisdom. Do go back and re-watch his video if you want to have a chance of really learning what he's talking about. Let's.